and welcome to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower. Go Social is a relaxed and unedited conversation with marketing expert Josh Hightower. Josh is an author and the owner of multiple businesses, including Go Social Experts. Josh can help you create a thriving business using the wisdom, strategies, and experience he's gained through the years. Prepare yourself to enjoy the next few minutes as we chat with online marketing expert and business growth strategist, Josh Hightower. Hello, Josh. How are you today, sir? Great, Michael. How about you? Fantastic. Thank you so much. Hey, I'm talking about some fun things today. You know, my background is in marriage ministry. You've you've been married a a long time. I've been married 32 years. Before we got married, we were engaged, right? And so we want to talk today about engagement and really unengagement mm-hmm. and not in, not in a relationship aspect of that nature, but in email relate. We've been talking about email marketing the last two or three weeks. And you, you ended the last episode talking about this unengaged aspect. If somebody's on your list and they're not engaged for like 90 days, mm-hmm. you're going to start getting some penalties. So uh, help us understand what, what does it mean when somebody's unengaged? And then let's figure out how to maybe get them engaged. Yep, for sure. Yep. So it goes back in the previous episode, we kind of listed out five different things to get people engaged. And that was filling out a web form or a landing page, purchasing a product uh, online, you know, that, that your CRM will record, opening an email, clicking an email or replying to an email. Mm-hmm. All of those show the email providers that be the Gmails, the Outlooks, the Yahoo's, those people. They look for those type of things all behind the scenes. It's nothing you and I can see, but it's all behind the scenes. They look for email senders to achieve one of those criterias. And if it doesn't happen, then then you go into after 90 days, as quickly as 90 days, now you go into an unengaged category. So and, and there's a distinction. There's an unengaged marketable, meaning that you're unengaged, but I can still market to you. You're just yeah. unengaged. Now, the, the key here is that we got to figure out a way to get them engaged. So, and you can, a lot of times, I know in Keep, for example, we can set this up automatically where it does happen automatically that if somebody goes into that, that unengaged marketable status, I can trigger a special automation to them to try to get them to re-engage. And we're going to talk about that probably on the next episode, that re-engagement campaign. So that's how to help get them re-engaged some way, somehow. Uh, But 90 days is really that sweet spot. And if you continue to send people email that are unengaged, that actually hurts your deliverability overall. So at some point, it's really hard for us to do, but you got to let them go and you have to get them off the list to help improve your overall deliverability. Okay, so let me just clarify that for for us non-techies here. So if I've got a list, let's say a thousand people on my list and 200 are marketable but unengaged and I keep sending all my emails to my thousand, my email provider could look at these 200 that are unengaged after 90 days who aren't doing anything. I keep sending emails to them. They could cause all thousand of my emails to start going someplace else. Is that what I heard? So it's not, it's not our email provider. It's actually the recipient's email provider. So they're using Gmail, for example, or Yahoo or Outlook. They are monitoring our, as email senders, our engagement. 
Okay. So, so they're, they're looking at the emails coming in and saying, yes. he's not, inter- he's not clicking on any of Josh's emails. Therefore he doesn't want them. Therefore I'm going to put them into promotions or mm-hmm. spam or whatever else. Hence I'm not hitting the inbox. Not hitting the inbox. Got it. That makes and, sense. Thank you. Yep. And potentially not only for just that one person you're sending to, but also anybody that's receiving email from me collectively. So from my domain on Gmail or Yahoo, right? There's nothing we can do on our side, except I'm going to give you three best practices to help avoid that. But yeah, that's the scary part about this, Michael, is that you, you, you can follow best practices and do the best you can, but there are rules kind of like Google and their, their SEO and you know, that um, nobody really knows how it works, but it just kind of works, but they don't know the rules because there aren't, there's not an official rule book. You're playing a game that there's no official rule book. We have best practices, best ideas, but um, yeah. So. Wow. That's crazy. All the more reason why people need to work with you, by the way, (laughs) because we don't even know these things are happening or what to do with them. At least you have an idea. You have some strategy. So let's talk about some things. What are some, you said three ways to, to help. Three ways to help. Uh, the the obvious one is starts with the list. You mentioned it earlier, having not necessarily having a large list. That's not as important as an engaged list. Uh, much better to have an engaged list of fewer people than a super large list of people that aren't even reading your stuff because that will over hurt your overall deliverability. So first of all, having a clean list that people that they want and expect to get email from you. That's really the criteria. So they've given explicit permission. They've opted in for your list and they, they genuinely want to receive your email. And not only do they want it, they're expecting you to email. Those are the two criteria of that list. Uh, So that's number one, though, having a good engaged, clean list. Um, the, The second one is all about the content. So the content that you send out needs to be on message, on brand, valuable and not spammy. So that is a lot. There's a lot of to unpack there, but having that content and it goes back to being relevant. Yeah. And if you're sending stuff that's not relevant to your audience and you haven't segmented them properly, the likelihood that you get flagged as spam goes way up. So super important to keep it on topic about that matches your audience. So, um, number two is content. Number three is frequency. So I know that argument about how often do you send emails? Is it daily? Is it weekly? Is it, there's no one right answer. The sending daily helps your deliverability because people are looking forward to your emails as long as it's engaging. If it's not engaging, then it's not hurt. It's not helping you. So the way you write those emails and you engage with people on a daily basis goes back to our infotainment conversation. You have to provide information, provide helpful content, but then also be entertaining to where they look forward to receiving your emails on a regular basis as frequent as daily. Mm-hmm. But if you've been on any kind of, um, list where somebody's heavily promoting a product and they send out a ton of emails the last day, yeah. you have to be careful with that because that could potentially hurt you because you're yeah. sending out too frequent. So you got quality of the list, the content that you're sending out and how frequent you actually send out to them. Those are the three, okay. three top criteria. Yeah. And just, and just being able to monitor that and 
making sure that what you're sending is, is I think you mentioned earlier, it's consistent with your brand, your message. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, you're building a relationship and, and you want to guard that relationship pretty carefully. You don't want to, um, gosh, I'm back to this word. I should not go to Vegas. I, I don't want to, I don't want to prostitute my list. Uh-huh. Yep. Right. I don't want to think, well, you're on my list. Good. Now I'm going to sell you all kinds of stuff from all. No, 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 no. Once in a while. Yes. If there's something that I think fits that I don't offer, uh-huh. but by and large, it's about me and you and how do I serve you and how can I help you and, and all of that. Uh-huh. It's really because when you do that, they look for your emails. They open them up because there's something of value for them there. There should always be a reader benefit in your every one of your emails. Absolutely. And I, think I found that has really helped us in delivering. And it doesn't have to be a product I sell. It could be a video. It could be all kinds of things. But there needs to be a, it could be a, a mindset shift, an idea about modeling. Like we talked about a few weeks ago or something. There should always be a reader benefit in your emails, and that's going to help re-engage and, and keep them engaged so that you can get married and have kids together and, and, and you know propagate a, a great family together, going that's back right. to what you talk about all the time. Yeah, and that, that reader benefit could and should be lead to an offer. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of the whole point, right, is yeah. I mean, I'm still going to provide you value, but I can only provide you so much value. At some point we work together. The ultimate value is that we do work together and you hire me. Right. And that's, I provide value, but I'm still going to always make an offer. Yeah. And that's how you can, you. Because quite honestly, the greatest value is you working with me. You, you, mm-hmm. you exchanging some dollars, paying me. I'm going to bring more to you. You're going to gain more dollars because of the value I'm really going to bring to you. So, so many people shy away from selling and making offers. It's like, no, no, no. My greatest value for you is on the other side of a, of a set. When you become a client, now the floodgates really open because you're just getting a, a, I'm giving you a little bit here. I'm happy to give you that. But if you want great value, it's over here. And I think, I think my, my prospects would think the same way mm-hmm. when they're out trying to get a client, right? And so we have this mentality thing that it's like, no, 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 come. Let me come join my program because you're going to get 10 times the value of it. Yep. That's, and, and there's a lesson in that too. You know, if, if, if I'm willing to give you, if you're getting this quality information for free, what is the type of quality? What is the quality level that when you actually pay, yeah. you know, and that's, that's the idea. And, and I love Frank Kern has said it a million times, you know, demonstrate you can actually help people by actually helping them. Right. So it's, it's, it may, it's simple. It's really that simple. You show people, you can help them by actually helping them demonstrate your expertise that pushes the authority, which then should lead to an offer yeah. to work to, to expand the relationship. So Absolutely. And and I think the other aspect of always making offers or consistently making offers is different people are in the market at different times. Uh-huh. Right. And so if I don't make an offer, I'm going to miss somebody who might be in the market now to at least have a conversation, take that next step. Well, there might be somebody who's not in the market for 60 days. Well, they're, they're not going to respond to my offer yet, but in 50 days, they might. Uh-huh. Yep. They're just saying not right now. That's right. And that's that's totally OK, because mm-hmm. I'm going to be here. Um, yep. It all, but yeah, it all ties into 
email deliverability, keeping your list engaged with providing that underlying theme of quality content. You know, everybody defines content differently, but the consistent of freetizing with the frequency of that quality content to the right people. Yeah. And that's the key. It really is. It goes back to message to market match and mm -hmm. everything that we've learned from years and years and years. Email is a is a channel. It's a very profitable channel, very relational channel. Mm -hmm. Social media is a channel, direct mail is a channel, you know, YouTube's a channel. They, they're all channels. You got to know the strategy behind it. And you've got to always understand that you're building a relationship. And it goes back to what Dan Kennedy taught us years ago, right? You 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 create your herd and then you build a big old wall around your herd. And, and whether your herd's 500 people or 50,000, doesn't matter. You want to be known by your herd. You want to be the shepherd of your herd. You want to tend to them. You want to feed them. You want to care for them. And my herd is sheep. And when sheep grow, guess what? They grow a bunch of wool. And I get to shear the wool and go sell it and make some money. And as I'm tending them and caring for them because I'm their shepherd, that's how I look at business. And so I'm trying to... to keep my shepherd with or my sheep within my fold. And I do that through email, through some other things. So they know me, they know my voice and they follow me. That's biblical, by the way. Right. Um, so, <laughs> so that's kind of how I look at things. And it's a really good uh, picture for me to go. That's what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to keep the wolves out. Uh -huh. So Love you, it. Can do that, you can do that through email and all kinds of things. Yep. But you got to get the email delivered. You do exactly. That's <laughs> so that's good. This these these last few, Josh. I want to encourage people to go back and re-listen to them because there's been a, there's been a lot here. It really is a mindset shift, but it it really plays into the fact why you're an expert at what you do and why people need to work with you, reach out and talk with you. Because email deliverability, we can be sending emails all day long. It doesn't matter if it doesn't work. It doesn't work. We can be doing Facebook ads all day long, but if they're not working, they're not working. So stop being frustrated. Stop wasting your money. Talk to Josh and just say, here's what I'm going. Here's what I'm up against. Here's what I'm trying to make happen. What do you got? And Josh is the type of guy who's he's going to help you if he can. And, and then if he has a program or something he can offer you, he'll offer you and see if it makes sense. He's obviously not high pressure sales. You can tell that from, from just talking with him, but he's got a lot of knowledge. He's got a great team behind him. So reach out, go socialexperts.com, have a conversation, see how he can help you with online marketing, with email marketing, with messaging, with all kinds of fun things and um, how to show up, how to stay engaged and how to make more money and serve more people. That's what Josh is about. Reach out to him. Josh, I look forward to the next few episodes. It's going to be fun. Yep. Um, a lot of great stuff here. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Social media marketing should be part of your overall business growth plan. Josh Hightower can help you leverage the power of online marketing without wasting your time or money on hit or miss tactics. Learn more about how Josh and his team can help you by reaching out to them at GoSocialExperts.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so each new episode will be sent to you automatically when it's released. Thanks for listening to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower.